Good evening, and welcome to episode three of the unofficial Dungeon Saga podcast. Uh, first up this evening, uh, some news about the podcast itself. Uh, iTunes has approved a feed separate from the Dicing with Design podcast feed. This means that uh, this will be the last episode of the Dungeon Saga podcast uh, to go out as an episode of Dicing with Design. Uh, from now on, you can subscribe to the podcast uh by just searching for Dungeon Saga Podcast in the iTunes store or by going to your own podcatcher, whichever software you use. Personally, I use Beyond Pod on my on my Android and you can find that on the Google Play Store. It does cost a couple of quid, that one. I uh, think quite popular just now is Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher Smart Radio, uh, which you can find... Uh, again on on the Google Play Store for free. Although I've not I've not tried that one out very much. Anyway, if you have uh, kept in touch with the, well, the last three episodes, uh, this is the third one of of this podcast uh, by subscribing to Dicing with Design. I invite you to stay subscribed uh, because uh, we're a rather good podcast about a general games discussion. I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, Dungeon Sag on that podcast as well when we meet up uh, later this week. There should be an episode later this week. Uh, we do speak uh, quite in depth about games uh, and uh, with a focus mostly on, on games design. So uh, you can look forward to, to that episode coming out soon. Okay, so the time now, we'll go back on to all things Dungeon Saga. Uh, the time now is just after 11 o'clock, as we record, uh, in sunny Scotland, 11 o'clock at night on the 5th of August. And if we quickly look over at the Dungeon Saga website, uh, it's up to $215,000 of the $50,000 goal, so more than four times the original target there. And I thought I'd, what I'd go over in this episode is what extras now, call it extras uh, for now anyway, uh, what extras are going to be in the box. Of course, being a Kickstarter, and for those of you who aren't quite so familiar with the way a Kickstarter works, I'll spend ooh, a couple of minutes talking about what that really is and what all these numbers mean. Basically, uh, it's a way of raising funds for a project. Uh, it's basically a way of doing your market research and raising capital at, at the same time. A games company or any company now that has a creative project can, uh, instead of going to uh, venture capital uh, people, you, you understand I'm not a very financially minded guy, uh, but instead of doing the Dragon's Den type things, the way I see it, and going cap in hand to some rich people to ask for money uh, and giving up some of their business, um, you can, they can go to the end customer and and ask for money. Now, of course, what they end up having to give away there is, is, is product. Uh, in, instead of a, a share of their business. But it's also your market research because you know then what sort of interest there is in the market. Now, I'll definitely come back to this because um, some people think it really is, and, and really for, in a lot of cases it is also a pre-sale system really. 
but uh, there are there are there is some debate around the issue. I think we'll maybe cover that later. I'm thinking now just briefly uh, talk through to get us up to date on on where the project is, and then maybe talk about talk about these issues later on as as the month pro progresses. So anyway, if you back the project uh, and and here the the backing level is at a hundred dollars, then you get something. And now as the rewards as the company and the project raises more and more money, we'll find that there are economies of scale made uh, because, you know, instead of build, making a few hundred board games, you're making a few thousand and you're actually be able to fit in for the same money uh, different and better components in, into your board game in this instance. Uh, and therefore, we have these stretch goals. Uh, so uh, we'll take all of that at face value just now uh, and talk about the the moral uh, the moral ups and downs, rights and wrongs of it uh, later on. But now let's have a look at what stretch goals we've got so far, because we raised a lot of money. Our Mantic have raised a lot of money, and they're now offering extra stuff in a hundred dollar box of goodies. Okay, so like I said, I'll, I think I'll just go through each of these individual stretch goals individually. Uh, but first of all, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just restrict myself to the goals which are adding content to the box. Okay, so there are add-ons which I think I'll talk about uh, separately, uh, maybe tomorrow uh, or maybe after that. Uh, but just for now, uh, look at uh, what you get in the box as part of your £100 uh, pledge. Okay, so first of all, um, we have uh, added on to the components I was talking about yesterday, three armour zombies, and I, I, I you know, just zombies with armour on them, uh, themed around the uh, Basilean uh, faction from the Kings of War war game. So tying it in with the... Uh, with the Mantica world, which this is all, this is the, which the story is, is all part of. Um, I think they look quite nice, actually, the way they are painted up on the website. That was at 75,000, so I think that went after about 10 minutes uh, yesterday of the Kickstarter starting. Uh, again, this is going to be a common theme. All three of them look the same. You get three in the box, and they'll all be exactly the same sculpt, uh, which... Yeah, well, I think I made my feelings clear on that yesterday. I would really rather see that uh, being at least two sculpts made, two the same and one different. Uh, at $100,000, which was probably about 10 minutes after that, uh, yesterday, we had added on three dwarf revenants. That's dwarf armoured skeletons. Uh, I, like th I like these. Uh, some people may have an issue, though, with the fact that because they're dwarves, they have beards even though they're skeletons. Maybe dwarf, maybe dwarf uh, facial hair grows directly out of the skull and not the skin. Uh, but on top of that, oh, hang on. Sorry, it was the next stretch goal, is just a way to talk about there, is Grundhammer Hand, uh, Undead Dwarf King. And he looks um, almost like sort of a dwarf lich, I suppose. Uh, but he doesn't just come with uh, just a stat card and, and the model. He also comes with uh, uh, an extra scenario, which he features in. 
and also a bonus uh, tile, so a, a board section to, to put them in specifically, which is themed around, I think, a throne room. Uh, so that, that was kind of nifty. Um, extra rules added to the Adventurer's Companion. Now, I, I talked rubbish about what the Adventurer's Companion was yesterday, and I'll, I'll talk about that more uh, later tomorrow um, or another day. $150 a stretch goal. Uh, Gabriel Erelk is a human wizard, so here we have uh, here we have uh, an extra hero here, uh, which will only be part of the exclusive. It's one of it's just concept art, coloured in concept art just now, so I couldn't speak to the couldn't speak to the um, uh, quality of the miniature at all. One hundred seventy five thousand. Okay, three ghosts again, identical ghosts. They look. They're they're boasting quite a lot about this on the on the website when they announced this. Um, it looks like three guys without arms wearing cloaks and with ball and chains. Certainly looks less impressive again when they're when they're identical uh, sculpts, but they do look very very creepy. So uh, I'm all in favour of that. A legendary hero add-on was on at two hundred thousand. More about that later. And then we're up to where we are currently. Uh, where we're looking at the $225,000 stretch goal, which is three zombie trolls now. Three identical trolls. But they they do look rather cool. Uh, there's that sort of Warhammer nurgly look where their guts are hanging out, or I suppose because they're undead. Uh, they're each carrying identical breeze blocks really in the right hand. Um, very nice paint job. Look like they come on a bigger base as well, so that should have implications for the rules. Uh, yeah, look forward to see what they they do in the game. And next is the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is Hogar the zombie troll shaman? Now, I believe that actually comes with a, again a scenario and an extra a tile as well. So that really ex is expanding the game beyond just the the model and new rules for it. And I think up to the ten minutes mark now. But I did want to spend just a second and may flag up what I'm going to talk about later in terms of the Kickstarter. Uh, hearing Mantic's own podcast. Uh, this week, uh, the designer Jake Thornton was talking about this this zombie troll shaman, uh, and and a very nice looking miniature it is. Well, I think that its bottom jaw has fallen out, uh, some somewhere along the millennia that it's been uh, spent dead. Um, the, this is actually you know an integral part of the background. So is this really a stretch goal? It's, it's being very much seen as by the designer as something that's very important to the game and important to the story of the game. And it's really just looked, it looks as if this is something that, if you're being cynical, it could be said is just part of the game or should be part of the game. And they never really ever thought that they wouldn't get to this level. Well, um... More on that later, uh, but anyway, it, I'm excited. I'm still excited by this project. I'm still liking the miniatures. I'm really looking forward to see what's coming up in terms of how the game works. I noticed Jake Thornton has actually put out uh, some more details about the rules, so I will be looking at his uh, Quickworthy 
uh, is the name of his uh, blog so I'll be reading that and see what I can glean from that so I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about tomorrow um, let me know uh, probably be recording in another uh, less than 24 hours so let me know if, you, if you'd like me to, if you like if you think I've been talking uh, rubbish about the uh, about any of these if, if you I've probably made some mistakes somewhere along the line with the details. Uh, let me know about that. If you prefer that I talk about the game, then uh, let me know in the next episode. If you'd rather, if you're interested in what I have to say about the add-on packs, then let me know about that as well. Uh, yeah, really, um, this this show's all about you know if 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 i can be a use and uh, if, if people find this interesting then that's really what it's all, all about so i'll uh, i'll speak to you tomorrow if you do would like to get in touch as i was saying uh then i'm maybe the best way is through twitter i am at grant sensei if you would uh like to get in touch another way there's then you can uh, go to dicingwithdesign.com and you can still find all of the episodes there as well and you can post comments below the episode thread uh, for each of the blog entries because they will still appear there on the website and if you click on get in touch you find all the other ways you can get in touch with me as well so uh, happy troll hunting everyone and I'll see you tomorrow <laughs>